Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Halala Show Season 4 Mix Number 30. And welcome to the Halala Show. This mix is brought to you by GoTime Bank. Unlock your financial potential with no minimum amount and no deposit gaps. Yep, with no missions or limits to worry about, GoTime Bank offers a 5% per annum interest rate. Hashtag it's GoTime for simple, sustainable, and secure savings. Hashtag simply five savings with GoTime Bank. So download the GoTime Bank app to open an account today. Welcome to the Halala Show, everyone. It's a new week. Hello. Hello there. Hello. Man, it's been a oh while. My. It's, been a, it's been a while. I know. Not really. It's no, been a week. <laughs> not really. Actually, it's been a week. <laughs> But it was, a, it was a one heck of a week. One heck of a week. A lot of stuff happened. I know. A lot of stuff happened. And at the same time, a lot of things to talk about. There are um, certain issues online that I feel strongly about. Mm-hmm. That that's what we're going to talk about today you know what i realized i do not use threads even oh. if i downloaded it <laughs> i was like who am i kidding who am i kidding you know what i mean like i can barely keep up my own instagram account and i'm gonna open a threads and then obviously i did you know post a little bit there and then i realized I cannot keep this shit up, man. <laughs> so that's my mini rant of today nice. for, from a millennial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> from a millennial. <laughs> Yesterday, I was very sorry. I'm just going to keep on, you know, like oh. going on a tangent. Mm. But I was with my friend yesterday, Charlotte, who's a real person. And then, <laughs> well, the other day, I mean, she was like, you know, um, I'm guessing if I don't want to be um, another person, I don't want to be a millennial or something like that. Because it's like if ever I'm going to be another person, I don't want to be a millennial. And then I'm like, I'm a millennial, right? <laughs> When did that come on, become uncool? Anyway, mini rant done. Um, done. Anyway, welcome to the Halala Show. As you can see, it's a really a free-flowing form of a podcast. We talk about anything and everything under the sun. But we do have some structure. Uh, and we start with our lives. Where you been? So Rika's already off threads. We know that. But we'll hear more about her exciting week. I saw that you posted something on Instagram. And it was, a, it was a huge thing in your your career path. So we'll discuss that. And then Hopefully. later later on, we have our TTs or our trending topics. What are we talking about today? Oh, today we are talking about the creative industry, specifically in the Philippines. And there's this one person who posted online. Her His name is Nel Joseph Mozol. And he posted his encounter with a company that kind of stole his idea i guess to put it simply uh-huh. um but we do have to talk about it because there are some updates okay um and then after that we're going to talk about your bff carlos agassi <laughs> just kidding <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever have you ever 
actually like in, like had a interaction it, with him or no whatever? but i know that some of our co-workers got dms from him way back in the day <laughs> you remember oh that? damn yeah, really yeah, wait, wait. i want to know i want to know who uh, <laughs> starts with the uh, letter can, starts with the letter start, starts with a letter <laughs> s I'll, I'll let you know later this office not then before <laughs> oh okay okay i get it i get it okay. yeah i remember i remember yeah. and then um after that we are going to talk about lea salonga and uh, her encounter with a fan backstage and um, the whole privacy thing. Because I yes. think aside from, you know, a lot of things people are mad about, I think the issue here is really privacy mm-hmm. and their safety, True. you know, as people in the public. So that's what we're going to talk about. And we have an odd diva. Yeah, there's a new trend on TikTok right now. It's called, uh, like, be, it, it's being an NPC. NPC, uh, or in video games, it's a non-playable character. Uh, people are acting like NPCs on their TikTok live streams. And people are just throwing money at them to keep acting like a computer game character. It's pretty insane, man. It's 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 kind of like the start of Black Mirror. I yeah, think, I think to so be too. I agree. <laughs> uh, so if you want to jump to any of those, you, there's timestamps in the episode description. But shall we begin with where you been? I think I'm starting this week, right? Go go. All go. right, this week. Well, it's still yet to happen. But the the biggest uh, news I have for this week is tomorrow. Uh, I am gonna be hosting on the red carpet for TikTok. <gasps> actually, wow. For the uh, GMA Gala Night. So I'm wow. going to be talking. And it's not just me. It's with Lexi, too. So for those who don't know, Lexi's oh, my former wow. radio partner. And yeah, we're going to be interviewing. They sent us a whole bunch of lists of celebrities that we might, because we don't know if they're all going to show up or if they're all going to yeah. be there on time. Yeah, yeah. But it's a, it's like a two-page long. <laughs> so I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to give up on trying to you know, look up everybody. So I just le- read through the names and I, I found the ones I wasn't too familiar with. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I did a little bit of background research on them. But it's crazy, man. Like, I, this is probably one of the bigger hostings that I've had in a while where it's really, oh, you know, you know what I mean? Like, it's celebrities, bro. GMA. Celebrity. Uh, uh, sparkle. So it's going to be celebrities, like actors and actresses, and then also, like, people on TikTok or no? I think it's Would just you... the GMA Sparkle Center okay. artists, right? So, and then they're just going to be hosting on TikTok. Yeah. Like whole, I mean, all, you're gonna all be, the big yeah. names are there. I mean, on the at least on the list, any GMA artist you could think of is probably on that list. But... I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna like. Will I really get to talk to Ding Dong Dantes? I don't know. We'll see. You you don't Who know, knows? bro. Who knows? Are you gonna Are you gonna give him a shot or something? <laughs> Do <we> gonna usually <laughs> give him yeah. a shot and then ask yeah. them what they ate or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's happening on Saturday, and then Sunday I have back to back. Actually, I'm hosting a debut, and this one is uh, actually kind of funny story. So I'm not gonna tell you their name, but. So I, I got my knee surgery done uh, last year. Yeah. In December. So my my doctor's name has the same last name as the debutante, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. And and in February I went to go see my my ortho for a checkup, like a follow up. And he was he only checked me out for like fifteen minutes, and it, it felt like I was like, okay, like do I really need this? Because my I feel like my physical therapy tells me enough. So I stopped going to my follow ups. <laughs> And then it turns out that smallest of worlds, my doctor is one of the 18 roses of that. <laughs> you can't escape him. So I don't know what I'm going to say on Sunday, man. Like, I don't know if I'm going to say like, oh, I was out of the country or 
I don't know what excuse I should give. Like, I hear they don't really care, like, if you don't go to your follows. Yeah. But I feel kind of, like, I feel kind of embarrassed that I never went after. <laughs> so, yeah, there's that. I have a debut on Sunday. Um, In terms of stuff that I did this week, um, I tried to watch White Lotus on HBO. Everybody talked about that show when it came out. It's so boring. Have you ever what tried to watch it? What is it about? No, it's I about rich because I don't have HBO. It's about so. rich people at a at a resort called the White Lotus, mm-hmm. and it just kind of shows them being rich people doing rich people things, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, and okay, it's more of a character. Char- the way I I figured out late that it was more of like a character show. Like you're just, it's just really about character transformation. There's not really a plot, so that's mm-hmm. what I was waiting for. I was waiting for something to happen, but it was just them exploring like these rich people's lives and how they live and stuff. It has Jennifer Coolidge in it, who's actually really fantastic. I do I know, know that. You know. And I, I mean, um, I actually follow, a, uh, I follow a YouTuber that's obsessed with the White Lotus that actually rented out the ho- the hotel room mm-hmm. that they shot. Like they went to the hotel where they shot White Lotus. Oh, okay. In. So it's like a big thing. And I didn't know that it was like a, a real hotel. So that's pretty cool if you're a fan. Nice, yeah. I mean, I mean the the scene, the scenery or whatever the the way it was shot was really cool. And I think the highlight for me, at least in the few episodes that I watched, was the music. But I, I kind of stopped watching it because there's no plot, bro. <laughs> I was so bored. It can just go so, on and on and on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I there, I get the appeal though. Like, I think it's it's something I could watch at a different time when I just want to see rich people do mm, stuff mm. <laughs> do bad stuff uh but yeah so there's that and i got a bunch of the reason i was able to watch that and i don't know if i told you on the podcast here before i got a bunch of streaming services for cheap through reddit classifieds ph classifieds oh, wow. did i tell you about that so no, basically, uh, yeah, yeah yeah you did you yeah did. so i got disney plus a couple months ago for 100 pesos a month so i got hbo for 80 and i got amazon uh, prime for 55 per month okay so, so not, you still have to pay it's just not it's that not a, a lot yeah it's not it's not the same amount as paying it in full you're basically sharing with other people so i have mm-hmm. like i have like four streaming services including netflix now so i literally don't have to special agent john anything <laughs> like it's all there man um on netflix i watched this movie called Stillwater with matt damon it was number two right now in the philippines it was pretty good it's about him going to Italy, no, Spain, and then, or oh, France, France, France. He goes to France and he's trying to exonerate okay. his daughter who's in jail. It has a lot of parallels to that one university student. I don't know if you ever heard that Amanda, Amanda Knox, or is it Amanda Knox? What's yeah, it? yeah, yeah. The one in Italy. Italy, Italy yeah. Yes. So Italy, it has, yeah. it's kind of like that, but in a movie form, kind of, kind of. It takes elements from that. Uh, it was pretty good. A, a little long, but it was pretty good. And then. The last thing I want to talk about is... Oh, two more things. So I, I filmed a video. Uh, we went to... Marissa and I, we went to Krapau, which is a Thai restaurant in BGC. Oh, I saw that. I saw yeah, that. It was pretty yeah. good. At the banana roti dessert that they gave us for free was so good. <laughs> it was really good. Like, I, w- I want to go back and try that. So if you ha- if you want, you know, Thai food... It's a little expensive, though. But if you want to go get good Thai food in BGC, I think Krapau is pretty solid. And the last thing is on Facebook, for some reason, on my algorithm, on my homepage, I barely scroll my homepage because it's just mm. the worst. Facebook homepage is, like, the worst. I don't even know what's on there sometimes. Really? Yeah, it's, it's awful, man. Uh, but then uh, maybe a couple of days ago, maybe a week ago... 
this page started popping up. It's called Free Edit Pinas. E-D-I-T. Free Edit Pinas. So <laughs> what, what it is, it's just people post a photo and they're like, Paki edit naman to. Uh, and, and then they give instructions. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny, man. You would love it, Rika G. It's so funny. Like there's sometimes there are some, yeah, sometimes there's some serious edits, uh, but most of the time it's just people making fun of the instructions and kind of editing it in a humorous way. It's so mm-hmm. funny, man. Free edit pinas, I highly recommend. If you're still really active on Facebook or you just want to make your Facebook page a little more entertaining, go join that that page, Free Edit Pinas. And yeah, that's pretty much my week, man. Wish me luck on Saturday because I'm pretty nervous because it's it's, uh, it's going to be a big deal. You're going to do great, man. Thanks, You're gonna man. You're going to do great. And plus, you know, mo, I think the key is to not take it too seriously. Tapos gaguhin mo na lang sila because, you know. <laughs> That's gonna be True. fun. That's gonna yeah. be fun. Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine making them a little bit uncomfortable, but not too? You know that. You know how? Have you ever seen Chicken Shop Date? No, I've not. On TikTok. What is that? So yeah, yeah. So she interviews celebrities, but in a kind of like an awkward, dry way. If right. you look at if you look at her videos, I feel like you can pick something up from her because she's just really a personality. Okay. Um, but yeah, chicken shop date on TikTok is like super funny. Okay. I think it's on YouTube as well. I'll so check it anyway, out. yeah, Finn, are you turn. Finn? Are yeah. you Finn? Finn, Finn, I'm, it, Finn I'm Finn, I'm Finn, girl. I uh, got it. Um, so this week I went back to Bristol, which was pretty interesting because at the start of the week I wasn't feeling great about my whole final project. Um, so yes, I am doing a master's degree and we have a 30 minute documentary to do at the end of the year, which is on September. I wasn't feeling great about it because I was just stuck. I was stuck with all of the interviews that I did for the documentary. I was stuck with, I was stuck with it creatively. Honestly, I didn't know where to go. So I went to see my professors and they were just like giving me compliments left and right. And it felt a little awkward because it felt like bakainisip nila na nung nagfish lang to ng ng compliments, <laughs> but they were really nice about it, and they told me that I have great content. They told me that I have a good idea, and I was kind of like revitalized by the whole meeting. Nice, which I feel like sometimes we we need a little bit, a little bit validation, of validation. Man, you need a little validation. Validation. To be to be honest, I didn't go into um that class, you know, wanting to get validation. I just really needed some sort of guidance and they did they did do that and it's just it's amazing so now i'm like freely editing and uh, i feel like i do have a path that i can follow finally after that and then um the next day i met up with more of my classmates because we have like a support group for our project so we were all just in a room and we were all just doing work and then after that we actually went to my friends place to have some pizza and you know have game night which was which was nice i mean uh we played this game called bonanza and i think it's a german game but it's basically like yeah it's a (laughs) b-o-h nanza bonanza because um bon i think it's bean for german and basically i can't explain the game fully but basically you have to like harvest beans and then if you sell the beans, you get coins. It's kind of like, how do I, it's like Tong It's. Tong It's. You know, how, <laughs> okay. alam mo yung, you know, in Tong It's, you have to like create the house, di ba? Gagawa ka ng bahay. Yeah. And then with that bahay, you have a point, right? 
So it's kind yeah. of like the same thing. If you create or if you harvest a certain amount of beans and then if you sell them, you get coins. So it's kind of like that. Okay. Um, so it's pretty interesting. And then we also we also played this other game that I forgot the name of. But basically, it's like they have pictures in uh in the card so different pictures like a clock a zebra whatever and then each photo has the same um oh sorry each card has like somewhat a similar image with the next card okay so when you have your card you flip it over titingnan mo kung ano yung similar dun sa card in the middle and then you just have to shout it out ah okay so get so ba yeah um yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you do shout out, like you're successful, you get the next card. So maiiba na naman yung, yung images on your card. Image. Yeah, yeah. So you have to look it up. So it's kind of like, it's, it, I think it'll be more, much more interesting and much more harder if like people are inebri- inebriated or like a little <laughs> drunk or whatever. Okay. So, so parang yung ganun, that was the, that was the game, which nice. is really fun. And then, <laughs> and then we also played Overcooked, which is, Always fun. It's always nice. On Switch or what? Um, on Switch, yes, on Switch. No, in real life. No, actually. God, it's on my PC, <laughs> PlayStation. Just kidding, just kidding. But yeah, it was really fun. Um, I had a long talk with my friends. The next day actually was another work day for me because I went out and did some sort of like recordings for like the atmosphere recordings. So I busted out a big mic. Alamayon yung parang. It it kind of seemed like um, people movies. were just look, yeah yeah, yeah. like mic. those big mics that you see yeah boom mic but I did I did a I have a stereo mic that I that I borrowed from the university and that's what I did that people were just looking at me weirdly and they're like why are you recording nothing because I'm not re- I wasn't recording a person I was literally recording the atmosphere oh like birds and, and what yeah birds leaves. and like the water and everything oh. so it was a pretty interesting experience because you just kind of have to suck it up you know people looking at you weirdly or people <laughs> asking you hey what are you doing you know <laughs> um so that's that what's interesting about it is um, so I submitted a 10 minute piece, a 10 minute audio documentary to BBC Radio Bristol. Um, and they featured my piece. They actually played it on air yeah. and I heard it for real. Although I cannot find it in the playback anymore on the, <laughs> on the app. I did listen to it with my own ears last Wednesday cool. and it was real. It was cool. So they emailed me the day itself. They were like, hey, we chose your piece and we're going to play it online tonight and on air. Um, I think here it's 97.9. But yeah, you can listen to it online at the BBC Sounds app. It was just an amazing thing because I literally submitted that in the middle of the night because I was having an existential crisis. I was like, <laughs> I don't have a job and nobody's <laughs> reaching out to me. So I did, I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to upload this thing. I'm going to send it to the BBC <laughs> and let's see where it goes. And they featured it. They talked about it on air. It was then fun. It was BBC an- featured recording artist. Is that what you, is that what <laughs> recording you That's what you put on your resume. Uh, no, I would say, I would say audio producer. Your audio I producer. Think. There you go. So I think it like, it like kicked things off with a lot of things mm. because I had to do my, um, 
I had to do my website, which by the way, I have a website that I did. It was not, it's not, it's not anything cute or anything. It's just super simple. Mm. Um, so yeah, it was just really fun to nice, do that. Man. Actually, the the day itself as well, we uh sorry, I watched a documentary with my friend. It's called While We Watched. And it's a documentary about this um it's a documentary about this journalist in India who's kind of like going against the grain, going against the government and what other, you know, um, media companies are doing. And then he, at the end, I was surprised, he was awarded the Ramon Magsaysay Award in the Philippines. Oh, wow. And I didn't, yeah, I didn't expect to see that and to see Lenny Robredo in the picture <laughs> nice. and the whole documentary. So it was a very meta thing because it was a documentary about a journalist and it was just like, you know, very meta. Nice. Um, after that, actually, I I, I talked to Kara Erigel of After 30 with Kara Erigel mm. here on the Podcast Network Asia. And we did an episode of, you know, just catching up, um, things I did now that I'm 30. Is it up and I'm not sure. I don't think so. Let I think check. there's maybe like a couple more episodes mm. before... My episode comes up, but it was a really nice chat with Kara. Me and Kara are very close. And even though, you know, you know how when people say that, oh, you know, you're a low maintenance friend or I have a low maintenance friendship. That's what I have with Kara again. <laughs> we don't need to talk every day, but once we talk, it seems like nothing changed. True. So I'm very glad about that. Um, so there, after that, I moved out of my my. Um, apartment. So now I don't really have a place to stay. Oh, you're Tra homeless. You know, where are you recording from? <laughs> no, no. Actually, actually, just you know, transitioning everything. I'm staying with Ryan right now. So we'll see. We'll see where this shit goes. And uh, that's it. It was it was pretty hectic moving out of my last apartment because um, it was just I don't really have, you have a lot of stuff. Yeah, so I have a lot of stuff aside from the stuff that I brought from here. It's the stuff that my parents brought this is the stuff that i bought already so i had to make like two trips and dude it was so chaotic because there were i took the train and there were train strikes on the day that i was oh, moving no. a bunch of stuff so madaming like rescheduling and i had to wait two hours for a train Damn. and shit like that so um, I think that's it. I don't want to complain anymore because I'm <laughs> safe and sound under a roof and I am thankful for everything that happened this week, which is crazy. It's just insane. It's yeah. insane. So that's it, fan. Yeah, as heard on BBC. That's what you could be. That. As heard <laughs> on BBC producer. Bam. Damn, damn. I'm not a BBC producer, but I am an audio producer and they featured as my work featured on BBC. I know. I am going to post that on LinkedIn. I'm going to post the shit oh, out of it. <laughs> Dude, I don't update my LinkedIn ever. I feel like I need to spice it up a little bit. LinkedIn. I guess so. But I mean, like, you're already known for who you are on your Instagram anyway. I guess. So. But LinkedIn, I feel like there's a lot of opportunity that I have not maximized. Like, I feel like there's maybe not for hosting, but for other kinds of jobs. I feel like there's a could way be, to could make be. it. Like corporate? Mm, corporate yeah, yeah. Or even weddings. I feel like I don't know if people look for wedding hosts on LinkedIn, but I feel like it might be a might be a vibe if I start maybe could be. penetrating that market over there. 
Sheesh. It could be, you yeah. know, take it slow, take mm-hmm. it slow. You know, you don't want to hurt anybody. Yeah. But that's it. <laughs> All right. Uh, shall we whoop out to our first TT? Whoop out. All right. We're talking. Uh, Rika found this one from, uh, she mentioned earlier, a Facebook user named Nell Joseph Mozol, who posted his little, uh, he posted an account of uh, something that he applied for online. So he posted a little mini story. And I won't read the whole thing. But basically, he said, uh, and here's what it says. I applied for a marketing lead for this food company based in the Philippines. As part of the application process, he was asked to create a one-ad sample marketing campaign. So he did. He created one. He sent it. And then uh, the product specified in the instructions weren't part of the portfolio. Uh, so he sent it. And then two weeks later, he was told that he didn't get the job. And so he's like, okay. all right, that's cool. And then when he woke up, uh, this was posted last week. So when he woke up on that di- on, on that day, he found an ad that actually used the sample campaign that he created word for word, including the photo to launch the same product that they specified on the test. And then, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. So he's like, so what he did ultimately was he removed public access to the Google Doc that he turned in. And then he has mm-hmm. receipts from something called HubSpot, which I've never heard of. But basically, from my from context, it's a way to kind of track who opened the email and downloaded the attachments. I didn't even know you could do that. So good right. for him. That he was able to figure it out. So he said, this is a warning. <laughs> if I don't get compensated for my work, I will publicly name your brand. And then he ended with oh, sneaky dang. little rats. Sneaky little rats. <laughs> but you know what? He did post an update about it. And then he did say that um, the company reached out to him. Okay. And they did agree on a certain price at least and then they decided yeah so they he decided to keep the post up because you know he didn't say anything libelous he didn't say anything untrue uh, and he's not going to name drop the brand in any way because i believe you know they're already settling already and you know they agreed on a price basically he got paid but still i think that is such a dangerous precedent it, or it sets a, again a dangerous precedent because you know what? This kind of reminds me of the. This kind of reminds me of that issue that we talked about the cookie before. Yeah, yeah. Na parang you take it and then biglang <laughs> sabihin mo na lang. Hindi babayaran ko naman eh. It's kind of kind of like this. Na parang they take the idea when they get called out. That's when they say, "Oh no, you know, we can actually pay you. So why not just." Pay them pay up them. front mm. when you first got it. You yeah. know what I mean? It's so weird. Plus, it is also dangerous because what if, yeah, they do take your idea and then they make or they change a little bit. They change one thing about mm. it and they can claim that it's not actually your original idea. So, alam mo yun, yung parang... Ang bobo it's naman so... ng, ano, ng brand. Like, they didn't even think to change the wording a little bit. Kahit konti exactly. lang. And the picture. Exactly. I mean, if you're gonna be sketched, do it the right way, man. <laughs> 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 yun nga, yun eh. Because what if they do become like, you know, like they become smart about it and change one little thing and say that actually it's not your idea because it wasn't, you know, 100% yours. Mm. This time around, yeah, they did take 100% of the idea but like I said, what if they change a little, little something, something? That mm-hmm. was now you're left with nothing, deba. Which is, which is, which is crazy because this happens a lot. This happens a lot when you're applying for jobs. There are, you know, like pitching rounds. Mm. You have to pitch your idea, and you kind of just have to like trust them. 
you, you kind of just have to trust their word na parang, no, we're not gonna take your idea, but what if they do? Or yeah. another thing, what if they get like an idea from your idea and make it something bigger? Yeah, or make it their own. And you're not part of it. Yeah. You make it their own, exactly. And then you're not part of it. Parang it's It's so dangerous. And I think with that thing, you can't really take it away. Kind of that risk, that risk na, you know, some people might really take your idea and make it their own. So it's a risk that you have to take when you're creative, really. <laughs> yeah, so I, I know some of the, I guess, workarounds, or at least out of my peace of mind that some people do, is they put watermarks on their work, and then they'll they'll delete it after, yeah. you know, after they get the job. But even then, like, especially when, like you were mentioning, when it comes to wording, like, you can see the words on the screen. So even like, yeah. my watermark, you can just change it up for yourself. Or even the picture, like, you can just get an idea from them, and like, hey, let's use this, but let's change it, and let's mm-hmm. just do it on our own. And and it's a different thing, let's say, if you do something print or digital, but what if it's a story? What if it, you're pitching a TV show? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Na parang, these are just words up in the air. And it's not something that you can put a watermark on. Diba? Yeah. Yes. It's kind of like, let's say, something we do. Something we do. Like this podcast or whatever. Yeah. True. Diba? Bigla may ano, ano? Anong, anong magandang ano? Anong kapalit ng halo-halo? Um, the Bibingka Show, man. <laughs> the Bibinka show. Don't manifest. With, Don't put it out in the world. With Richie and JP. Or oh, Richie and JP. <laughs> Who's gonna rip us off? This know. this podcast that we we pre-prod for one. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it's a good podcast. Yeah, it's fine. But just to follow up on also what you said, so like like you said, his follow-up said that he did get paid and he decided not to name drop but also uh, you know in a in grid pr marketing strat is he said that uh what would help them a lot is that he actually plugged his own recruitment marketing startup cnel mm. so just in case uh, he says here we will recruit and hire the best people for your business customer representative social media manager etc and you can message him at hi at nell that's n e l joseph j o s e p h Dot com And then you can mention that you came from these posts and we'll give you a 50% discount on every wow. hire. Wow, galing na, galing. So he was able to turn it into a positive spin. And and I think that's big ups to Nell because he, he, he went about it in the best way that he could. And, you know, especially if someone who got screwed over uh, mm-hmm. in, in the first place, I think he handled it really well. So shout out to Nell and his team. Yeah, and I think this is such a good move as well. And if you're going to rant online, I believe this might be one way of ranting online because you're not you're not um, ruining yourself as well because mm. you know that you will have more clients in the future and this might happen. And this might be kind of like a reference to how you are professionally mm-hmm. that you know, you won't take any shit from people, but you're also not going to throw shit at them, at the people who will hand you the money. Feels. You know, so it's like, yeah, it's, it's kind of smart, actually. Very, very. He yeah. was able to turn negative publicity, at least on the end of the customer, and still put a positive light, more positive light on him, <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a sense. Exactly. Galing, galing. I wish I could be this person if I were. <laughs> I feel like... I would be just, you know, like black out and then typing on Facebook or whatever. Yeah. Or I'd be crying my eyes out, actually. <laughs> when they ask, like sometimes uh, oh, there's hey. people looking for voiceover work, but the mm-hmm. the final output is only like, let's say a 10 second ad, 15 second ad. 
and they'll make you send a, a line that's like maybe like 10 seconds long so malay mo gamitin lang you don't know where they might use it maybe it's an internal video and maybe i've just never seen it something that might not not see the light of day publicly so sometimes it makes me worried too like man what if they use my voice but they didn't actually pay for it so yeah. that, like, that's really a challenge like I said, sometimes when you're like, alam mo gipit na gipit ka na, you're gonna be like, you know what? I'm just gonna trust you, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hope that you pay me, <laughs> you know, in month, <laughs> in six months' time, because I've done that before, and I've, I've, I actually have that kind of system right now with a company that I work for for a VO. Na I just record, and then hopefully I get paid in the future. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're at the mercy as freelancers. Like I think all the freelancers listening now can really relate. We're really at the mercy mm-hmm. of clients uh, because we don't. I mean, we don't have the money, right? They have the money, and sometimes you're just like, I, I just hope on good faith that you guys aren't gonna screw me over. That's that's. I feel like that's something that always happens. I do have a feeling though that I wonder if the way to fight it or the way to have like a stronger system is to kind of like come together as creatives. Because, okay, here in the UK, I am part of this network called UK Audio Network. And then they have like, this whole like emailing list na they ask for VOs or they ask for producers who can work with this, who can work with that. And I feel like the, 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 fee- the feeling of being part of something that strong and tight knit, I feel like it's less likely for me to get ripped off. You know what I mean? Na parang, you have that group, eh. You have that strong group na parang, hey, hey guys, you know, I got ripped off and can you guys identify who I can talk to or whatever? Mm. Na parang mas feeling mo, you are part of a system instead of just working as a freelance alone. Kaya diba? uso sa states yung mga union, eh. Uh, here, exactly. I don't know if they really have labor unions for freelancers. Mm. And I know there's mm-hmm. been a couple of maybe people or groups that have tried to make it happen, but I don't really know how that would be implemented. Like, it would be great, like, if they could. Like, so standard rates, the standard rates for everybody. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. A database, etc. But I guess because there's just so much, like, so much vault noise online for people who are, you know, freelancers, and there's there's so much, you know, but it's, it's a really oversaturated market. It's hard to kind of get everyone on board with that as well. Like, there's going to be people who will take lower than standard rate, mm-hmm. for example. Uh, so it, it really, I think that really is the biggest challenge here for creating some sort of group that is similar to what the the group you're talking about. Uh, but there are a few, like especially on Facebook, lalo na mga ICAP and like yeah, uh, exactly. online we Filipino about freelancers, yeah. uh, You know, there 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 is that kind of unity there where you can post like, hey, this person's a scammer. Don't apply mm-hmm. here because look mm-hmm. what they said to me. Uh, but I think I think that's the closest that we're gonna get, at least for the you know in the near future. But hopefully, no, hopefully someday. And I do remember actually, I did host a an event for creatives, I believe last year before I left the Philippines. Um, and I remember that there's a politician, kind of like creating a bill for freelancers, you know, to protect freelancers and everything. So, I mean, I'm not sure if it's in the works already. 
but I feel like that's also a step forward and to to actually go to events like that and to see what's out there, the opportunities and the people that you can work with, networking. Um, I think that's also one way to go about it. True. To, like I said, feel like you are part of a group. Because, you know, honestly, when, we, when I was working as a freelancer in the Philippines and now you're working as a freelancer there, sometimes... May isip mo na parang very systemic talaga yung problem eh kasi <laughs> let's say for me for me before um sobrang hassle sometimes I wouldn't take a job or sometimes I would take something lower because hassle yung tax hassle yung yung resibo hassle yung form 230 whatever na parang they really don't make it easy yeah. for the person to actually have a business of their own to actually have a good transaction between the freelancer and the company so parang very systemic siya na parang nandun yung problema <laughs> i keep saying ano they keep asking me ano vat ka ba non vat i have no idea <laughs> I have no idea, bro. I always I ask have... uh, Ate Mitch, my accountant, I always say like, Ate Mitch, ano nga sasagot ko dito? <laughs> Non-vet ba ako? Tapos ano yung withholding tax ko? Ano yung 3%? 3%? 5%? I was like, what are you talking about? Na parang, sana merong ano, no? Sana merong like seminar or some sort of like, some sort of like um, convention for freelancers to have that. Dude, that would be such a good idea yeah. to create this convention for freelancers where they talk about ganon, VAT, non-VAT, 3%. Ano ba? 9% of what? I don't know of, of your what? withholding tax. <laughs> I, got, I get so confused then. Yeah, same, same. Uh. So, yeah, but I mean, it's good that that happened to Nell. I mean, that you know, he turned it into a more positive thing. Mm-hmm. But hopefully this does not happen. But, you know, I'm a, I am I look at things realistically and hoping that it won't happen, but I know that it happens a lot. Yeah. So hopefully just we, <laughs> we push forward and we do the, you know, we do better yeah. as, as, as employers as well as freelancers. Hopefully we get the, you know, we get what we're due. Anyway, uh, shall we wapow to our next CT? Wapow! We are talking about your BFF, talking about BFF. Carlos Agassiz. Carlos <laughs> Do I have any? Do I? Do you connect me with Carlos Agassi in any form? No, no, no. no. But is it Agassi? Agassi? I don't know. I think it's Agassi. I don't know. Agassi, Agassi. So. Tell us, tell us all about him. All right. So you guys might know Carlos Agassi, especially if you were a millennial like me. You probably grew up uh, knowing the hunks. You know, I remember with Jericho, Piolo, sino pa? Dether. Yeah, lima um, Jericho, Piolo, Dether, Bernard Palanca, and uh, Carlos okay. Agassi were part of a group called the Hunks. And you know, he was a model, actor. He was in a lot of stuff. But I would say in the last maybe ten years or so. He hasn't really gotten that many projects. Like he's not really that. He's not in the limelight anymore, so to speak. Mm, uh, and mm. if we, if I remember correctly, I don't know if we made it a TT years ago. He also kind of went viral because he was messaging, DMing a lot of uh, oh, yeah. women uh, that he would find on social media, including one of our coworkers whose name starts with an <laughs> S, who used to work in social media because we were talking yes. about it. On that day, and I was like, "Dude, uh, S, I, I'll just call her S. S, okay, okay, na, go. It's Carlos Agassi." Uh, so we, I Thank remember that went God. viral, and then his, <laughs> and also how he, you know, how he handled that situation. So, and then after that, he kind of faded away again. Unless you follow him on social media, you probably wouldn't have seen him doing anything big up until uh, this week when he released a new music video, which kind of fell under the radar until he was called out uh, on Twitter and on Facebook. 
because supposedly, well, actually not supposedly, definitely, his his video <laughs> is a is a little bit transphobic. So uh, the name of the music video and the song is called Milk Tea, and it's a pretty busta song. Mm-hmm. Huh? It's a pretty busta. Song. It is. It <laughs> is. It's explicit. It. It's it, pretty explicit. It talks about like. Oh my god, I don't even know what to say about it, but even just the last few minutes or the last few seconds of the song, you will feel kind of awkward yeah. and it doesn't You know what I mean? Like cuz cuz there are explicit songs. It's just that it mm-hmm. doesn't sit well with with me and I don't know if maybe it's the person and you know, we don't want to kind of like stop someone from expressing their own art but you know we can also express our own disappointment from the art that you do so <laughs> uh, yeah so i mean continue continue yeah so if you it, basically if you want to hear the song uh i don't know if you want to give it don't. more views or uh, don't but he so just to give you a <laughs> gist of what it is so he's he's using milk tea as like a, a synonym for uh you know of his his uh, his pee pee right his pee pee yeah okay. his pee pee okay. uh, and it stars by the way it stars his <laughs> wife I didn't know he was married so he has a wife now oh, so, oh so that's the, his wife yeah the woman in the video is his wife and uh, but you know so the overall like the, I'd say two thirds of the song is just him being really crass talking about his milk tea yeah and you know uh, drink my milk tea you know uh, sexual innuendo there but the last mm. uh, verse of his song and it's a, it's like it's a rap song with some singing involved. Uh, I don't know if I can read the ri- the line correctly, but it's venti ang kanyang. Uh, so it, it turns out that he was kind of talking to this girl who ends up being a trans woman, right? And the line mm-hmm. that kind of sparked that was venti ang kanyang milk tea sa dami ng bini bini nakabingwit ako ng is it binabay 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 pero binabay talaga, yeah. but I think he, just, he said it binabay, yeah, so binabay. it's like um. Yes. And it did garner a lot of hate online. Um, one Twitter user said, transphobic ka na nga, wala ka pa sa tono, pangit pa ng boses mo, kasing pangit mo. That's just harsh. That's, just, that's not me. That's the Twitter account, okay? Right, okay. And, then, and then there's like corny ass lyrics, transphobia, a shitty beat. And then I actually came across a conversation online about it. And then somebody said, obviously, kind of like, defending Carlos Agassi and says that, well, he's just saying, you know, his preference is that transphobic. But I think the problem here is not saying what you prefer in the parang, oh, I actually don't prefer, you know, being with whatever. But it's more of the delivery that mm-hmm. it's mocking and it's in like a, like making fun of it. Mm-hmm. That's the tone that I got from the music video and the, the whole music video itself, actually. You know, it's not serious. It's not raising any issues or talking about something important. It's basically just for me, it wasn't delivered well, mm-hmm. um, honestly. And plus, like you said, it's, it is crass yeah. to be fair. And that does not sit well with a lot of people. But like I said, I mean, people are free to express their own art, mm. whatever you do. But you just gotta take the shit, also. Yeah, and to keep, uh, I mean, what 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 makes the heat fall extra hard on him uh, up until now is that he's kind of doubled down on his stance. Ooh, so he, did, he re- yeah, he's oh. replying to all these people. But uh, here's one reply, for example. Uh, he says, "I respect all genders. Not my fault. Your interpretation of the song." We'll be praying for your happiness and enlightenment. <laughs> it's a very passive aggressive response. But basically, yeah, if you yeah, check yeah, out all yeah. his replies, he's like, 
no, this I'm just trying, you know, that's not my fault that you interpreted it that way. So that's why it's, it's basically saying, I'm sorry that you're offended. Instead of saying, mm, I'm sorry exactly. for offending you, he's saying, I'm sorry that you're offended. Uh, and yeah, he has so many replies on Twitter to all these people that are rightfully calling him out. Mm. And yeah, I mean, I, I guess there is that side where, you know, at what point does expression of his art etc where where do you draw the line there but i think there's a i feel like there's a clear line <laughs> there but, is i mean but i think clearly he crossed that line he's yeah. very far from that line already <laughs> mm. but there are some humorous like for example uh, there's there's humorous hum- humorous songs not from local artists that i know of but you know uh, american rap artists uh, they have a lot of stuff where they put in jokes that are similar uh, but those never really got maybe because they were they came out years ago when this wasn't being called out publicly. Mm. Like maybe if it came out now, it would it would receive a different tone. Like there's this one song called Crazy Rap by Afro Man. And there's one line in there where he was talking about being with a girl and then she ends up whipping out whipping out. a uh, The line is she whipped out a dick that was bigger than mine. <laughs> like that was the, the line. Right. In the yeah, song. yeah, yeah, exactly. Which, which kind of is the same kind of thing that he's Carlos Agassi's getting at in his mm-hmm. video. So, but in the in the thing I say in that crazy rap, it was meant to be like a, a parody. This seems more like a like this is what he really yeah, believes. Yeah, this is what he really believes. Is- <laughs> so I, I guess I, could he could he have the defense? Could Carlos Agassi have the defense that this was like a parody, like a joke? Like Andrew E is known for making a lot of these kinds of songs where. It's it's uh, a lot of innuendo is in his songs, like like his yeah. song Sinab Marine. I don't know if you know that song. See, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot of stuff like that. I think at this point, there's really no turning back. If he says at this point, the parang no, it was actually a parody. Oh, nobody's gonna believe him. Yeah. <laughs> and plus, I think it also depends when you're an artist, when you're in the public eye. Basically, you're at the mercy of people liking you or not. Mm. And it seems like the perception. To like you know with with Carlos Agassi, it's just that not a lot of people like him, and even if I feel like you do create a good song, if people don't like you, you know it will really color your art. It really will color your career and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Nah, if people don't like you, then wala hindi talaga nila gusto yung ilalabas mo. Kasi like you said, there were other songs you know in the past that has the same theme. Mm-hmm. So it's just that he's just not really likable. And plus with his history, I think also that thankfully people did not forget. <laughs> but to be honest, to be honest, I just, for me, I didn't like the song. I didn't like the song. I didn't like how it was delivered. And even like the whole music video for me, medyo ano siya. Um, yeah, it wasn't just. I guess just not what I like, really. But I was telling you behind the scenes before we recorded, like it's it's got that so bad, it's good. It's not good, but like it's it's, no. it's like it's like Sharknado, and and like Rebecca Black's Friday, where get, where, it, where people it. will play it ironically. Yeah. it has that mm-hmm. because it's it's like who would ever create these lyrics? They're so mm-hmm. garbage, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Like this is a, such a garbage song, but you're like it's garbage. You know when you when exactly. you watch a car crash. And and you can't turn your eyes away from it. That's kind of what it's uh-huh. like when I was watching it. Like, what is going on? The, this guy is crazy. <laughs> That's the thing I say. We have our circle where we understand that this is bad and this yeah, is actually yeah, yeah, yeah. cringe and this is trash. Mm-hmm. But there will be other people who would be like, you know, singing this out loud, not knowing that they're hurting the person right next to them. And that's the reason why... 
you know, he's getting called I out, mean, yeah. like, yeah, the, it's, he's being called out and that's why he should be stopped at True. one point. Somebody should, you know, like go in a meeting room and tell him right out that then, <laughs> then and there and be like, bro, this isn't, this isn't it, yeah. man. But for sure, somebody <laughs> out there has it on their Spotify down. gym playlist already. Like somebody exactly. has this banging on their headphones in the car to work. <laughs> yeah. Not knowing that, you know, the lyrics will actually hurt another person. So, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. That's that's the thing kasi talaga eh, with, you know, expressing your art, I guess, or expressing what you like. Nobody can stop you, but maybe somebody should. <laughs> maybe, maybe. And I think that's a good point. That's a good that's a good uh, ending point for that one. So yeah, just just you know, oh gosh, pay attention yeah. to the li- and I think it also goes to show like you have to pay attention to the lyrics of stuff that yeah. you're listening to. Uh sometimes, you know, like sometimes I find myself listening to songs most of the, actually most of the time I, I listen to songs mm. and I know the words, but I don't actually understand the song until I I take a look at what the singer is really saying. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like like I, for example, Coldplay. That's why I'm not a big fan of Coldplay. Maybe because I haven't really listened to what the meanings are. Like I know the words to their hit songs, but if you ask me what Yellow is about, I don't know. Do you know off the top of your no. head? You no. Know, do you know what Yellow's about? Um, it was all okay. Yellow. What was Yellow, man? Stars. <laughs> was it the stars? Look at the stars. The they stars? shine for you. I don't right? know. Right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that's that's that for that. Shall we wapow to our final TT? Wapow! All right, tell us about Leia Salonga, Rika G. Okay, so Leia Salonga is starring in Broadway's Here Lies Love, um, and he she was actually um, she was actually I don't know how to describe this, but there were fans who went backstage, who went to her dressing room and asked for a photo, and she expressed her dislike about the whole situation saying that unless you're on the guest list we can't have you back here so you'll have to go to the stage door and then she continues on saying i'm sorry because if i allow this now other people will take advantage um so um he she did she did um garner a lot of like mixed mixed reaction from the video that these fans took um and actually i I searched for the whole video. She did say that go to the door and I'll go there. As in, I'll be there. So mm. it the, it didn't seem like she declined the whole taking a photo and having their playbill signed. It's just that she wanted things to be in the appropriate place. Obviously, like the dressing room is for their own privacy. There there is um an area where you can have your playbill signed. Um, in the video, actually, they did, you know, name drop a producer saying that, oh, we're friends with the producer and they let us in. But um, yung point kasi ni Lea Salonga was their names weren't in the guest list. Mm-hmm. So she really cannot have them back here. Um, and that video actually, like I said, a lot of people took it negatively. Um, there were other people also who, you know, were in defense of Lea Salonga. And honestly, I want to talk about this. So what do you think about the whole video when you saw it? Well, the whole thing. The whole video? Because, yeah, because think, there are some videos that, you know, were cut. Yeah. Based on yeah. the whole video where it started with them coming in and up until they left the room and Leo was kind of giving them instructions on where to go. Uh, you know, there's, there's nothing better that Leia could have done. I think she handled it in the yeah. most professional way. And you could tell she was kind of pissed. Like, I don't know. She didn't, she will probably won't. I mean, you could t- actually, if you go to her Twitter, you know that she was upset 
Like you can tell yeah. that she was upset. And she even tweeted something along the lines of like, if you're going to name drop someone, I don't know if it was her, but I think it was her. She said, if you're going to name drop someone, make sure that that person actually knows you. Like, mm, I think she yeah, even yeah, confirmed, like, do you know these people? Uh, but, you know, just to go into somebody's dressing room, that's that's a big no-no. Even it if is, even is. if you knew somebody who's like, yeah, just go in there. Like, that person would never, any professional would not tell you to go into somebody's dressing room. Which is yeah. which makes me doubt the validity or the, the, the truth behind if they actually really knew someone that told them to go in there. And, you know, at the end of the video, she even does take a photo with them, which is something I would not do if I was Leia Salong. I'd be like, are you yeah, serious? She did say, she did say that go there. That's where I'll be. This is where you need to go. He, she didn't say, na, no, leave, get out of, you know, get out of here. No. Um, mm. So I think, I think that's why it's important to watch the whole video mm-hmm. because Ako, when I when I saw the video um, at first, I only saw the "Who are you?" I'm so sorry, I don't know who you are. Mm. So in that video, in that video that was caught, mm. it may seem like it may seem like that she was being arrogant, yeah, and she was being dismissive. But if you watch the whole video, actually, she wasn't. So I saw a lot of, or I watched a lot of videos on TikTok reacting to this whole Lea Salonga scene. And there's this one person who brought it up that as a people, as I guess, you know, like there is some sort of like culture, I guess, in our culture that we're just not used to being um, kind of like being straightforward to us. When people mm. are being straightforward to us, I guess as Filipinos, sometimes we don't take it the right way, you know. So I kind of, I kind of felt that because at first when I heard the "Who are you?" I'm so sorry, I don't know who you are. I kind of felt a little, mm, okay, that's weird. Parang medyo, medyo ano, medyo may parang cringe factor. Chaka medyo parang ang yabang ganon. Super, super. Yeah, but but when she goes on. When she goes on na parang, oh, this is where I'll be, you know, if you're not on the guest list. Parang mas dun ko na intindihan. Mm-hmm. So that's that's just my opinion. But like I said, the, these are professionals. These are people who are professionals. And if you think about it, backstage and the stage itself, it's their office. And you don't go into people's office. Yeah. Offices right away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> diba? Diba usually you have to go to reception. True, diba? Mag- sign in ka pa. Bibigay mo ID mo. <laughs> yeah. You don't just go in people's offices. That's it. And yung ID mo, yung ano, tapos bibigyan ka ng ano, yung my clip. Bibigyan ka ng that's card. My no- oh, that's my clip. number. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, and then Leia, Leia said also on Twitter that even her co-stars from her play that she's in right now have never mm. been to her dressing room. Like yeah, that, yeah, you yeah. don't go to other people's dressing rooms, even if they're your coworkers, unless you and unless they invite you in. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I don't know if the door was open already, because I think the start of the full video, the door was already like they were already there. I, I didn't see them go in. I, I don't know if maybe my longer cut, the, they already like the door was already open, so maybe it was already mm-hmm. open. And siguro palis na si Leia. Uh, but just to give more context to that, the guy who uploaded the video, his name is Christopher Carpilla mm-hmm. uh, or Carpilla. I'm not trying to say it. He he doubled down as well, just like Carlos Agassi saying like exactly. He said, I like, saw him he, on yeah, like different said, podcasts yeah. and guesting on whatever. He says he's not gonna apologize, uh, and he says that he feels like wala naman silang masamang intention sa pag-upload ng video, mm. and 
I just you know the girl really? who was in that video, her voice is just like the ultimate Karen, you know, like grading, like look at me, I know this person, so you have to take a photo. Like it was such an irritating voice. You, mm. There's people like that that I'm sure everyone in their life knows, like someone who will be like, hey, I know this person because I've I've seen it on planes, I've seen it in restaurants, like give me special treatment and Leia even addressed that saying like if I do this for you then it's gonna set a president like I have to do this for everyone exactly and I mean ultimately there's no there's no it's not uh, as night and day as it I mean it's really Leia is in the right and these people are in the wrong I, I don't know why this guy and whoever his friends are in this video not admitting fault like it was completely wrong what they did like it's it is it's it is so wrong. complicated as well it's so complicated for me because me I like you know fangirling to a lot of different artists and celebrities and stuff like that but it's just it it ruins the whole um, it ruins the whole situation with the celebrity that you like because obviously they perform for a crowd. They perform for the fans, diba. Right? But mm-hmm. if 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 you kind of like ruin it for that artist, alam mo yun, yung parang mawawala yung respect that they have for you um, as a fan. Na parang that's what I'm scared of. I'm not saying that that's what's happening, but I'm scared that bakama wala yung respect sa fan. Tapos at the same time, you as a fan, you won't have that kind of access anymore in the future. Can you imagine? Yeah. Diba? Kasi they do, they do have that kind of practice in Broadway where, you know, you go to the stage door, you wait for the artist, you wait for the, you know, the cast, and you have your playbill signed photos. But with that kind of action, na you take it a, a step too far. Ang takot ko is what if they take that away? That kind of access to the celebrity that you like or the actor that you like, diba? It ruins it for everybody. It draws a lot of parallels <laughs> too. I mean, uh, you know, maybe I'm generalizing here, but I always see on Twitter about how even local, I mean, even their own, like some Filipino fans of especially mm-hmm. big K-pop groups, how some mm-hmm. of the Pinoy K-pop fans are. Like, they don't understand boundaries, whether in person mm-hmm. or online. Uh, I remember there was, like, one incident or a few incidents, I think, here where Filipino fans would, like, try to touch their idol, like, when they would visit here in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of, that's why there's, like, some, I, I've read that there's a lot of acts that are kind of afraid mm-hmm. to come here because we just don't know. We meaning, like, Filipino fans, sometimes we mm-hmm. don't know the boundaries that, like we, it's like we don't because they're we paid for a ticket or we paid for a, you know, whatever that we are entitled to these things. And to be fair, I'd like to be, I'd like to, um, kind of like, um, what do you call this? I like to disagree with hmm. that because I don't want to generalize Filipino fans lang yung gumagawa nun because fans like that are everywhere. True. I mean, right now, right now, nakita natin these are Filipinos because, you know, like they're fans of Lisa Longer or whatever. Mm. But fans like that are just everywhere. And even in you you mentioned Korean, you know, Korean acts na parang ganun yung Filipino fans towards them. And it's not just here in the Philippines. And but I'm not saying that this is the right um this is the right actions towards your you know your your uh, favorite artist but it does it does um it does exist in korea as well they even have a word for it it's called sesang and i don't i don't know if i'm saying that 
incorrectly, but they even have a term for that in Korea that, you know, these fans that take it too far, you know, take bottles where they're their extra. idols drank from or like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're extra basically. So I kind of have to disagree na parang it's just Filipino fans. But like I said, this time around, these Filipino fans... Yeah, they did take it a step too far. True. <laughs> so I guess uh, the final word there is just have bound, you know, understand boundaries between mm-hmm. you and mm-hmm. the entertainer. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's I mean, just to build off what you said, especially in sports, it's also a big thing. You know, like we we've heard oh, all yeah. these stories of hecklers and people throwing stuff at players or just you know mm. talking about players families that i mean that doesn't give you the right to be an asshole if you paid for a ticket i think leia even there's a quote i, I don't have it up but leia said something like you know because just because you bought a ticket does not mean that you are entitled to these kinds of things that you can say or do or whatever mm. you want with a celebrity and i think that's just the final point that that like i think we should end on mm. right like unless you have any more thoughts but i think yeah, just Leia. I, I, you know, I think there's no walang mali, walang mali si Leia dito at all. Mm. Yeah, maybe we're just not used to those words being said to us. Mm-hmm. Na parang, I'm sorry, I don't know you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but dude, I'd say but, the same thing. Who though? I'd be like, who are you? I don't <laughs> know though? you. Get out of my dressing room. She handled it as nice as possible. I would say, like the nicest you could. Yeah, it's it's pretty. It's pretty. It's for me. It's so audacious of the guy to be like, "No, we didn't do anything wrong." And, and for them to actually post it, because for them to post it, it means that they think that they were right. It means I know, that they diba? think. And for them to also say that you know we don't have like malicious intent or whatever when posting that video, are you sure? Ako, ako, honestly, ako parang. I feel like they were trying to paint Leia in a bad light. Like, y- yeah, or kind of like get people on their side. Yeah, like tingnan mo ang snob ni Leia Salonga. That's I feel like that mm. was the ultimate reason to post it and then, then they they didn't maybe they just realized like oh no, no one's on our side. <laughs> ah, I guess oh, naya lang na to take I mean, down like, or to apologize. People can have their own opinions about Leia Salonga and you know, she's done like, you know, different stuff in the past or whatever. But mm. this time around, I feel like you know, she didn't really do anything no, wrong. Nothing at all. Nothing at all, in my opinion. All right. Any more thoughts on this um, TT Rika G? That's it, man. Right. Okay, we're ending with uh, another odd Diba. Yeah, and we're talking about the new TikTok trend. Well, I, it's not exactly new, but for whatever reason, in the last week or two, it's kind of blown up. Uh, it's mm. called TikTok NPC live streaming. So NPC is a term used <laughs> in video games. Uh, it stands for non-playable character. So if you've ever played any video game, so for example, Super Mario, you're Super Mario, right? So you're the main character, but you interact with characters on screen that you don't play with. So these are NPCs. And the trend goes like this. So they go on TikTok live and then they act like a like a video game character and they're just repeating certain lines over and over again. Like one of the famous lines is ice cream. So good. Ice cream. So good. Like they keep saying that and they're moving like a robot in a sense. So it yeah. looks like remember that one video that you love the 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 Skyrim uh, yes. NPC. So it's like that yeah. but on a live stream. And people are sending them donations and wow. gifts. And whenever they send certain things, like sometimes these these animations pop up. So there's one where like a cowboy hat pops up on the live streamer's head. So they, they say mm-hmm. a certain line whenever that cowboy hat comes up. 
So they're like, howdy, partner. Howdy, partner. Ice cream so good. Like, they just do that for oh my an, gosh, an hour wow. or so. And there was one, one famous streamer uh, who kind of made it blow up now. Her name is Pinky Doll. She's the one that kind of mm-hmm. brought this to everyone's attention that, hey, you can actually make money from this. And I don't know how much she makes, but there's another streamer I know who's the one of the most followed streamers on Twitch. His name is Kai Sinat. He's super... Like, super popular. Like, he's insanely popular. He's like Mr. Beast, but on Twitch. And he did it one time, and he showed his earnings. He earned $6,000 just doing that stuff. And this pinky doll, I'm sure, earns more. Uh, So just look it up on, on, on TikTok or on YouTube. You'll see. It's the strangest thing. For me, the craziest thing is that people are paying to see this and i don't understand the appeal but i i'm not i'm not gen z so or what's younger than is there anything after what's the new generation called gen, we, i don't we're, know we're out of letters man where do we go back to eight? yeah gen, gen z z <laughs> i don't, I don't think know. we even started at eight i don't think so either <laughs> so uh it's just i it's just goes to show that the way that we consume media now it's always ever changing and i think these these things are it's hard to explain unless you're in the mindset of someone so exactly it's it's not something that you can understand right off the bat because like honestly even discord when i went on discord i was like what the hell (laughs) (laughs) it made me feel so old i was like what the hell is this but like you said if you're in the in the circle you'd get it right away Mm -hmm. if you're in the mindset but yeah, I mean, I get it. I get it when, because I do follow certain like NPC accounts on YouTube. Okay. And they do have a story, you know, they go out, they go like go grocery shopping as an NPC. I kind of get that. But on live stream where you're just sitting, I don't know. I, get, I don't get the appeal, but it does have an appeal, I guess. Yeah. See, Pinky Doll, by the way, has now nearly, probably at the time, probably now more, but on this article, mm. 500,000 followers and can make up to $7,000 a day. Through her live stream. That's what, 350,000 pesos, give or take a little bit more per day, just acting like a, like a video game character. Uh, I really want to interview someone that, that pays for this. I mean, not to shame them or anything, but I'm just curious. You're curious. What, what is the, why? <laughs> like, why? you know i mean it's their money we can't tell and of course you know big shout out to pinky doll and all these npc streamers that are taking advantage of this trend of that people are really enjoying but i cannot wrap my head around doing it like because i watch live streamers like video game live streamers so for me i'm entertained because i'm watching them play and i'm seeing i'm learning new things but when you're watching an npc stream like this there's not any, I would venture to say, there's not much educational value <laughs> being put into yeah. these things or any, and well, I guess the only thing they're paying for is the entertainment value. But at the same time, it's just wow. I don't know. It blows my mind, man. What What's going on in, in, in social media nowadays? I, I don't understand. And I, I don't think I ever will now. I mean, it, does that mean we're old? Rika G? No, I refuse. I refuse. <laughs> I mean, to you, say you, that. you think about it just these means things, that, then. No, it just means that it's a part of the world that we don't understand. It doesn't mean that we have to get it. And if we don't, that we're old. There are, you know, the world is big and that's just how it is. <laughs> there are just some things that we don't understand. I will, re- I refuse to the very core of me to say that line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, two, three, four thousand dollars just go. I mean, 
Wow. Man, a part of me is a little bit like jealous that I can't like I don't have uh, I don't know if I, I don't think I could pull it off, first of all. Mm. But I d- definitely I would do it, man. <laughs> if, if I could make five thousand dollars just pretending to be a robot. Hell yeah. I do that. For yeah, like, man. I do it for like a year. Oh, for and sure. And I'll retire. For sure. I'll retire. For sure. It's, it is wild. Um, any more thoughts on this NPC TikTok trend <laughs> before we wrap <laughs> up the podcast? That's it. That's it. All right. And that does it for some odd. Diva. And that's the podcast for today. Uh, thank you once again to our uh, sponsor for this whole month, pretty much. Thank you to GoTime. Really, just check it out. Download the app. It's it's That's where I put... Um, I, I would say all my savings is, is not all, but like a lot of a big portion of my savings are in there. You could just, it's really just oh, better damn. than leaving it in a bank, in a traditional bank. Oh yeah, bank, for, sure. for sure. For sure. So um, thank you to our sponsor. And also thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to follow us everywhere. It's at the Halo Halo Show, except on Instagram. And we do want emails. Yes. I just want an email. I just want an email. <laughs> Please. Yeah, I've been deleting the spam emails in there. I'm like, see, o- Olga or Olga keeps messaging us. But it's mm-hmm. a spam email. So I'm like, man, Olga, why don't you just listen to the, the podcast, man? Tell us your <laughs> thoughts. Uh, shout out to all the people that, Followed us on Instagram. Sorry, I had to burp. Let me see. Hello to Batikang, to Richiku, to Vex Conde, Techers, Feisty Lefty, Ralph John Mihares, to Daniel, to T. Cheryl. And because I know we haven't done this in a while. Macaroni Fruit Salad followed us also uh, a week or two ago. Uh, So thank you very much for following us on our Instagram. And as we promised by, uh, when was that? After September, we're going to do something big for the Halale show. So just Yay. keep following us on social media to, to keep up to date with all that. And uh, what's new with you and our climbs? Anything? Do you upload anything um, new? Yeah, I have, we haven't really uploaded anything new because I've been busy with the whole audio documentary thing. But if you guys want to check out the audio documentary, it's on BBC Sounds app. And then um, I posted on Instagram on how to find it. Cool. So yeah. 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 If you want to check out that video that I made uh, going to Krapau uh, in BGC, the Thai restaurant, I have a video on my personal Instagram. It's me, JC. And I also have a solo podcast, Teveza the Best. And I think I'm going to record today, uh, but we'll see if I have time. But yeah, that's the podcast. Thank you, everyone. And extra song. Bye-bye. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.